0: Amen. The temptation of Christ. Now, just our curiosity: who in here has ever been tempted? Boy, there's a lot of lying people in here. That didn't raise their hand. You say I ain't never been tempted. You ain't human. You must be an alien. Lily is an alien. So you, uh, we all experience temptation. And before I get started, why do you think the devil, he just uses this tool of his? I think this is one of Satan's most powerful tools that he uses is temptation. Temptation is a thing that when used properly by the devil, its intention is to make you fall. That's what it's it's for. Satan wants to... Ruin God's plan for humanity. He wants to ruin, he wants to thwart God's plan of salvation and corrupt us as very much as possible. He knows that to accomplish this, he must affect how man makes his choices and affect the choices that he makes. So we see all the way back in the Garden of Eden. What happened? (coughs) The very beginning. What happened? How did He tempt Eve? I mean, can you believe this? Look at this. They had this perfect relationship with God. They were living in a beautiful place. They they had not known sin They were in perfect fellowship with God. They interacted with God. for them, back before the fall, normal relationship was every day walking with God. Quite different than what you and I are born into. This becomes so normal to them that it was just every day. Now the one thing we don't know, one of the mysteries of the Bible is... How many years, how much time was spent in the garden? We don't really know. We know that the Bible talks about, uh, about the plan of salvation and when it began. How many children did they have? We, we just really don't know. We know the ones where salvation came through. But something happened in the garden that caused humanity a huge problem. Just as sure as God had a plan, so did the devil. And the devil made his plan, took his plan into action using what tool? Temptation. He knew that these people was in the palm of God's hand. He knew that these people were protected by God. But he knew that God had gave them a choice. That while they were in the garden, God did not take away their privilege and right and capability to make choices. So God set them up with the best life anyone could ever have. Gave them everything they ever needed. Gave them food. Gave them shelter. Gave them a beautiful garden. Even better than Jess's garden over here. There was no thorns and thistles upon the earth in which they would have to go and take care of. that. We can't even imagine that. We can't imagine not having to use pesticides and being working in the garden all the time to try try to keep the garden growing and try to keep the stuff that we want to grow to grow and keep the stuff we don't want to grow to not grow. We can't even imagine that. That everything was absolute perfection. But still, even living in absolute perfection, man still had a choice. Listen, the message behind that is this. You can have a perfect life and get jacked up. You can have everything you want in this world and still make a bad choice. Satan wants to do that. That's his primary mission statement is to still kill and destroy. How? How? He knows, like I said, that God had these perfect people in the palm of His hand. They even walked and talked with God every single day, Christians. Listen to this. Sound familiar to us? Even when you get saved, God doesn't take away the power of your choices. Right? That's true. But Satan knew He knew, he came up with his plan of condemnation against God's plan of salvation. And he thought to himself, and I can almost hear the devil think. I can almost hear it. How can I make these people to fall out of relationship with God? How can I thwart God's plan To live with these people. To bless these people. To be with them every single day. How can I break that relationship? I know how. I'll get them to choose. I can't take them from God. Just like the Scripture says, nothing can pluck us from the palm of Jesus' hands. But you still have choice to make. How can I do it, he thought. Temptation. How could he offer something better than what they had? Think about that. They lived in a perfect place. We don't spend a lot of time thinking about this. You know, when you live in a perfect place with everything that you have need of, what is there to tempt you with? Something different. Something different. Something you think that, that one thing. God told them in the garden that they couldn't have, what? <clears throat> one thing. Just one thing. you got the whole earth. you got everything you could ever want. But just, listen, don't, don't touch that one thing. And God put that one thing right there. One thing in a perfect world because he wanted, as the scripture says, says, even though they were in a perfect world, they had to be obedient. God loves obedience, right? He loves faith in what he says. He loves faith in him and he loves us to be obedient. Just, I'm giving you everything in this world. I'm giving you everything you could ever need. Just don't do this one thing. So what does the devil do? Tempts them with what? And then convinces them that that one thing would make things so much more better than the perfection that they were living in. Man, does this sound familiar. we got a good life. Things are going well. We're okay, or at least we think we are. And Satan is always trying to tempt us with something. What's your something? Each one of us in here has a something, or three, or four, maybe five. But there's something that Satan will say. Let me show you something. Did God really say? The first thing that He did was bring a question mark into the equation. And they started to give up the perfect life. It's very simple, really. Even as Christian people, we've got to do the things. We've got to love the things of God and hate the things of the devil. And not listen to what Satan has to say when it comes tempting time. Because if you have been tempted, and you will be tempted, maybe even today. God had a plan to use His Son. But let me tell you something. It didn't stop Satan from trying to use the same tactic on Jesus Himself. Listen to that. The devil, I can hear him think. I can almost hear that serpent if. I destroyed the first Adam through temptation. And if I made man fall for all of humanity's existence on this earth, that every human being born forever onto this earth would be dislocated from God, if I could accomplish that in the beginning with the first Adam who lived the perfect life, then yes, I'll go after the Son of God. And thwart God's plan of salvation. Snakish. And so it was. Satan thought that since he was successful with the first created man, he would go after Jesus and boy did he mess up. After Jesus was baptized... Jesus began His public ministry. Essentially what that was is Jesus declaring war on the devil. What did Satan do? Come on. Jesus was led by the Spirit to be tempted of the devil. The Spirit led Him up there. Why would Satan even try to tempt Jesus to disqualify us? To disqualify Him. To disqualify Him from what? Yes! He thought, if I can just tempt Jesus, if He'll just give in, just, just give in to one of these simple temptations, just one, I'll disqualify Him from being mankind's Savior. That's why. That's why Jesus was tempted. That's why. He's going to try to thwart this relationship. Satan knew Jesus was going to build a bridge between man and God. And Satan wants to defile and disqualify us. Satan knows that we are God's most precious creation. Made in His own image and likeness. We can take that we'll preach. I could preach you being born and made in the image of God for months. People ask me questions about tattooing. That's why you don't tattoo your body because you're made in the image of God and the likeness of God. And this is the temple not made by man's hands. And it's not to be defiled. It's like painting a skull and crossbones on Big Woods Church. God do not like that. I mean, I had to preach all day long. I don't want to go into that rabbit hole. Not only is he trying to disqualify Jesus, but Jesus, he's trying to, to taint the example of Jesus, Jesus that we should follow through temptation. It was Jesus who was bringing to pass the prophecy of God that he would crush the head of the serpent in Genesis chapter 3 verse 15. Satan should have just gave up right there. A normal man couldn't have made it through such a powerful temptation, but Jesus kept the flesh and the fallen nature in check and overcame the devil through his obedience to his Father. What's the devil's mission? John 10 and 10. To steal, kill, and destroy you. His main tool that he will use is to try to lead you through temptation. Now listen, I want to make something clear to you. In your spiritual warfare and in your battle with the devil, devil like I said, everybody's got something, right? We, we all have a crack in the armor, so to speak, somewhere. Satan knows that. And he will exploit that. He will come in it. If you've had a drinking problem in the past, You'll be at Kroger one day not even thinking about drinking and you'll be going to get you a loaf of bread and that, there's that Bud Light. Oh. Stop for a minute. You think in your mind all oh, the good times I had with that. Satan begins to show like a PowerPoint in your mind down there in the church. All oh, the fun we had, the vacations we went on. Do you remember this? Do you remember that he fails to show all of the failures that it caused in your life. He'll never show you how sick you was and the vomiting and the and the, and the nastiness that it brought and the broken family that it brought and the broken relationship that no, he'll show you the picture of everything that looks good by it. Oh. You might have used drugs. You might have It might be pornography for a while. It might be sexual things. And then the next thing you know, out of nowhere, I've preached many sermons. One sermon that i preach preached is called The Mind is the Playground of the Devil. I preached that many years ago. And the devil will touch your mind. He has the ability to affect your thinking, to show you things within your mind, to place thoughts in there to tempt you with. That's why we're to put on what the helmet of? The helmet does what? It guards what? Yes. Satan loves to get in there. But if we put on the helmet of salvation and gird ourselves up and be ready for the fight, at least it won't keep us from being tempted, but it will help us to survive the impact. When I put my football helmet on, when I played, I had some violence. It's violent. I would have never survived it without it. Never. Had I did that with no protection, I'd be dead. i mean, violent. Without that helmet of salvation, you can't take what the devil will put on you. He is stronger than you without Christ. With Christ, all things are possible. Satan's still at work today. He wants to thwart your relationship with God. Now for the saved folks, he can't pluck you out of God's hands. But he sure can cause you to make a bad decision that will cause you problems with God. And take you from fellowship with God. He can do that. Then comes conviction, you know. You, you fall into temptation and you get tempted and then the next thing you know, you're, you're in this place and you're, you're in a place of regret. Regret. You regret what you did. You know, most drug users, most addicts will tell you they hate themselves. They can't control themselves. They can't do it. I have sat down, I have counseled so many addicts I've been there with addicts as they go go through therapy and go through help. I've been there. My brother was one. I was his person as he was going through counseling. They will tell you this is a fact. They hate what they do. They hate themselves. They just can't help it. The temptation is stronger than they are. But then the wonderful thing about God is... I have seen those same people with those same compelling's, those same wants and desires come to God and the desire leaves as God delivers them. Because He's stronger than the devil. And He can change a soul. And He can change a heart. So Jesus was being temptate, tempted. Man, if He would have failed, we wouldn't have been here today it would have disqualified Him. He couldn't have been the perfect Savior. The sinless Savior that we had to have. And so we have an example in Him that with God, all things are possible. That in Jesus, we have victory. He won that victory for you. When you see Jesus overcome that temptation in the Scripture. Your faith in Him gives you access to that same victory. You have that. We couldn't obtain it on our own, or if we could have obtained it on our own, God would have never sent Jesus to die on the cross. But Jesus is our victory. We have victory in Christ over these things. But you've got to believe enough to trust Him. This stuff is absolutely real. It's absolutely real. Uh, The power to resist temptation comes through Him. Through Jesus. The power to resist it. It's not going to keep it from happening. But you can resist it. Think about your temptations. Anger. Resentment. Vengeance. That's another good one where we like to be, most people like to be grudge holders. Satan will tempt you into that. He will throw things and thoughts. Have you ever been there? Have you ever heard anybody say, and maybe you're one of them, the more I thought about it? The more I thought about it, Oscar, the madder I got. That is Jay Keaton. Just I admit it. Help me, Lord. I'm good at the moment, but then I go home and think about it. What did they mean when they said that to me? No, I'm going to go tell them something. <laughs> now, I'm going to have a little meeting with you. You probably didn't mean anything by this, but I thought you just Satan's, Satan's in there throwing this stuff out. Oh, yeah, they were really throwing some smack at you, Jay. You need to go get with them and give them a little tongue lashing. Right? Tell them what you think now. Oh, boy. I'm going to tell you, there's a lot of people with that problem. If you could just think the best and not the worst, but Satan will always tempt you to be vengeful. That's a very... Unforgiveness is a big one because if if we harbor unforgiveness in our hearts, guess who won't forgive us? What a great temptation. You know, if, if I were the devil... What's his name talked about that on his radio show? If I were the devil, oh, yeah. Well, if I were the devil, I always like it. If I were the devil, I would. You know, I would love. I love his voice, right? What a great temptation to throw anger on you, resentment, vengeance. Because if you harbor that, guess where you're not going? Yes. God. God wants to forgive us. Satan doesn't want us to be forgiven. Satan can't take you from the hand of God, but he can feed you things to where you keep yourself at odds with God. He's almost like this ventriloquist, casting his voice places, working us like a puppet, making us think it's us that's thinking the thought, but really it's, Him that's implanting it there and it's coming out of my mouth. Jesus was tempted. He was tempted like this. If we fail to remember 1 John 1 and 9, if we confess our sins, God is faithful and just to forgive us of our sins and to cleanse us from all unrighteousness, If we fail to remember that because we keep getting tempted into things, man, that's a real problem. Temptation is a powerful tool. We we have to see Jesus as our greatest treasure. We have to see Him as our greatest treasure greater than instant gratification. I want to say that again. To avoid temptation... To be ready for it. Make Jesus the greatest thing, the greatest treasure in your life. And you'll avoid, you'll be less susceptible to the things that Satan will throw at you that typically brings instant gratification. That instant gratification is very alluring to the flesh. We We want the problem to go away. How do I do that? And my can of beer right here. How do I do that? Taking a shot. How do I do that? Sniffing something. How do I do that? Being angry. How do I do that? Getting vengeance. Those are all instant gratification things. That are tied to the flesh. And the fallen nature. But if we could make Jesus. Our constant. Most greatest pursuit. We can avoid temptation. Amen. Let me hit this button.